<laughs> Just do the Seinfeld <laughs> intro. <laughs> Yeah, I told you we were businessmen. We sell fucking guitars, okay? Is that a problem? <laughs> That's our business, okay? That's how you need to talk to all people that uh, are a little too nosy. Watch out for the lying balls, man. Oh, he'd stick his dick. Yeah, he, he'd put his dick on that one. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's the, the only, only way. way. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Come on, helmet head. I heard that they improv that every time, that it was never the same. It's like, bark, bark, dink, bark, dink, bark, dink. No, no way. No I way. just heard that. I don't know if it's true. Hey, I never watched it, so I don't know. Hi, everybody. Hello. Here we are again. Another episode. Rock and rolling. <laughs> the epitome of today's episode. Welcome to Click and Flick. I'm Amiel. I'm Melissa. And we love to talk about video games and movies. And we love to call them Clicks and Flicks. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, and we, we love also to give rate them... them. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we like to rate them. We you. like to give our own opinions on uh, on the clicks and flicks. And you don't have to take it seriously, I promise. No. <laughs> Nothing to write home to, about. You don't have to agree with us on it. This is just right. to hear what we think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us what you think, too. So there's that. Yes. So, on today's episode, we're going to start with a click, and today's click was recommended by none other than yours truly, Amiel. I <laughs> and it is come. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just thought it would be good to do a Jack Black night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Jack Black's one of my uh, celebrity crushes, so. <laughs> I wanted to do an episode dedicated to the legend. The love of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's crazy because I didn't even know about this game until you told me. No idea. No clue. (laughs) Um, And it is called Brutal Legends. And it came out in 2009, which... um, I was pretty surprised because I was I was hitting the gaming scene right then, so I don't I don't know know why it didn't yeah. come across to me, but um, it came out on October thirteenth, two thousand and nine. It won a VGX award for best voice. Go figure, because <laughs> Jack Black's voice is just mm. the voice and, acting, and not just Jack Black, but there's a yeah. lot of mm-hmm. Ozzy Osbourne. Is a voice. Yep. The lead singer Tim Curry of, is a voice. Tim Curry is a voice. Lead singer mm-hmm. of Judas Priest and Motorhead are both do voices. They have it's mo- way huge. more. Way more. <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy is that I didn't even know. I kind of went into the game blind. And then when I heard Ozzy's song, like when I heard that 
in the game. I was like, hold on. How do you get the rights to this? And then I look it up. Sure enough, he's in the game as a character. <gasps> I was like, whoa. That is some shady uh, shit if they're getting away with it. But no, he was he was a part of the game. So super neat to find out. Um, it was published by EA. And we all know that the only good that comes from EA is Sims. And even that's a stretch. So... <laughs> Challenge um, everything, even the notion that games should be fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Except, except for Brutal Legend. I was pleasantly surprised. I was expecting just the run-of-the-mill kind of indie feel of a game. But no, it was. Mm-hmm. It had some great uh, graphics for its time. And it was very emotive. Like, the faces were really emotive and expressive when it came to, like, talking and cutscenes. It was super neat. Uh-huh. Um, so it it is a main story real time strategy kind of game because you do you can control like hordes of people and kind of place them as such. Um, but it, the gameplay switches up here and there. It mostly focuses on like real time strategy. Um, and so with that being said, I wanted to get into the beginning of the game because the beginning of the game takes off. Perfectly, in my opinion. So Jack Black, it shows up as um, IRL in real life. It's Jack Black, and he's being followed by a cameraman talking about this record that you got to come see because this is epic-ass record. And uh, walks into the record store, greets everybody, says hi. It's in this spot that nobody's, like, really allowed to go into. Um, And he creeps in, kind of, like, double, you know, takes a that word takes a double look like one t- uh, looks over double take. shoulders mm-hmm. double take yeah uh-huh. yeah and then uh goes in searches for the record he's like it's not here and then looks under like a shelf underneath and he found it and it's called the brutal legend and uh he just pulls out this record and then lays it down on the table there's probably more to it but he lays the uh record down on the table and that's where you get to press start and I thought that was super unique. I was like, okay, yeah. if if this was a game of like Jack Black had any say in, it's very apparent. Like, yes. it was it was pretty that great. opening just to get to the title page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so like it's just bringing you right <laughs> into the world. It, yeah, exactly, and. Yeah, super unique with Jack Black doing that. And then once you press start, you are enveloped into the game. Kind of like Guitar Hero graphics. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah very cartoony. It's around that time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Guitar Hero like- was just, like, coming off of its, like, insane like, huge- popular phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think at this point, and- probably, like already rock band was like out too they had made like the multiple mm-hmm. like copycat games of yeah Hero, singing and drums yeah. and stuff yeah karaoke mm-hmm. hero yeah yeah I remember yes that. oh my gosh yes so uh super super cool to start off with and you are introduced to jack black's character eddie riggs and um you could tell it's jack black because he, you know he's 
similar facial features, he's, but he's got this long hair and like he's and super he's like buff. buff. <laughs> he looks like a badass. It's it's amazing. I love it's it. It's like someone drew Jack Black's like um like spiritual personification instead yeah. of his actual human body. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what you kind of envision in him like in your dreams of Jack Black. It's That's like, like who he Black's, is. Yes, exactly. The dream version of mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. Yes. Um so <laughs> you're you're introduced to his character and he's kind of like the roadie, the crew to this concert that's going on. So you know, you've got the stage, you've got the background of the stage and kind of like the perspective of kind of what's going on back behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I loved about this part is that it asks you how much profanity you want in the game. <laughs> and I was like, give he's, it all to me. I want it all. He's like that mother. And it pauses. <laughs> and it's like, do you want to hear bad words or not? <laughs> yes. Oh, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I thought I that thought- was so cool because, like, sure, there are some people that just don't, you know, they don't find it funny or it's or it's just not their vibe. So the fact right. that you have the option is pretty neat. And I think that it even says, like, some people think it's funnier to hear the beeps. Or yeah. some people think it's funnier to hear the cuss words. Which one do you want it to mm-hmm. Exactly. Just the fact that that's an option in itself is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The satire. Satire, the right word. It's, yeah. uh, it was great. And then, I mean, later on, I'll, I'll ruin it, but you get to choose how much gore you see as well. So, yeah, how much blood? You can, yeah, yeah, all the blood, the nasty parts of it. Um, what did you which choose? also, again, no censor on either. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said give it all to me just because yeah. I was curious. Yeah, I want to so. see it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so once you choose those settings, um, <laughs> the set comes alive to some extent. So there's like this demon kind of metal, metallic skull uh, bowl thing. Yeah. Kind of like Satan. It's it's just weird kind of demonic thing metal thing in the back of the stage like set yeah 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 <laughs> and quite. um not quite but it's close but a bull a bull horn a bull with horns a bull a bull horn yeah and uh once it comes alive uh jack why did i say jack's blood because doesn't doesn't the is it Jack's blood that gets into his own belt buckle? Well, once once the blood gets into the belt buckle, he gets power. Obviously, Jack does. Um, Eddie Riggs. And he kills the concert, literally. Like, he just... He gets the... Um, he gets transported into this, like, tomb. Um... Would you call it a tomb? It just kind of looks like a boss layer that's like demonic like por- and kind of yeah, like a portal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's like a shrine in the middle of it, and then yeah. uh, surrounding this arena is just gross, like bones and nasty-looking yeah. stuff. Um, and Eddie's 
character ends up gaining an axe and a guitar. So those are his two main wielding weapons. And the guitar specifically is so rad because all you got to do is just play a few chords and it, you know, it's kind of like a mage, like a staff because it can uh, shoot out like fireballs and or shock yeah. um, an enemy, he which is super the cool. Act, the people that he gets, he like steals the axe from are worshippers. Mm-hmm. They're like worshiping that guy, right? They think right. that he brought right. him back as a sacrifice. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where he finds the yeah, axe. you're right. You're you. I appreciate you keeping me on track. I think I started this game like two weeks ago, too. <gasps> no, no, me too. Me too. But I'm trying to <laughs> keep it straight. So I don't. I'm trying to remember like, yeah, I'm trying to remember it for me, too. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's it's basically him acquiring his weapons, just being transported into that new dimension of demonic uh overthrow if you will um because when he wakes up he's he's confused obviously he doesn't know what's going on yeah so and it's like a different world because he first thinks that he's in the past he's like Mm -hmm. oh isn't this like medieval times oh yeah Yeah, it turns out that it's just a different world it's just like Mm -hmm. a rock world Mm, a rock world yeah um once he starts traversing after kind of the fighting arena where you kind of get the hand on um all the weapons and all that good stuff he charges forward and meets a girl named ophelia and um he meets her in the midst of these it's hard to explain but they're they're feminine creatures but they've got like a robot face. It's really strange. Um, but he, yeah, he's fighting these these feminine looking creatures and, and then finds are, Ophelia in the midst of them. And they also kind of are like bug like looking for some reason. Like a bug like, yeah, they're real thin. Like prey mantis ish. Like mm-hmm. robot. I don't know. They're cool it was it's super creative. Yeah. It was yeah. super creative to make an enemy like that. Um, but you kind of get the gist of what's going on once you meet Ophelia. She kind of tells him, like, hey, you're in this realm of rock and, you know, you got to use the rock power for good. And and this is going to be able to project you forward with learning, like, guitar riffs and certain things that give you certain buffs over time, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe she gives him a little bit of the lore insight, too, on, you know the um the emperor what's his name the emperor and the lady i think she kind of like touches base on like these two main characters of the world who are kind of controlling everything um and that they're trying to defeat them because they've got hold of a group of girls and they've got a hold of a group of guys um Uh separately under their control, which is bad. And then once once you find out that lore and you end up making it out of... Because you're kind of traversing from top to bottom of this arena area. You're kind of going back down to Earth, if you will. Mm. And uh, once you get down to Earth, you get to assemble this badass hot rod car and ride around in that but the the hot rod car is super rad like i 
Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> super cool. I um, heard that like the like the main vision for this game, like they were like, what's like the thesis? They're like mm-hmm. you kill things with an axe and a guitar and you drive around in a hot rod. Now how do we make a game <laughs> yeah. out of that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was cool because you can run over enemies with it. You can go fast. Yeah. You can jump places. Um, super neat. And if it flips um, over, you fall out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and he's like, I gotta get back to my car. <laughs> oh my also, gosh, the one liners from Jack Black in the movie or in the game is great. I was just gonna say those one liners <laughs> are so funny. Solid. <laughs> um. They, uh, together, Eddie and, um, Ophelia end up defeating this demon, um, that was kind of gatekeeping the area they were trying to get out of and get back to what Ophelia would call the king, like the, kind of the king of rock kind of guy. And they're trying to get back to him to kind of regroup. So they defeat that demon. They ride off, um, he rides off into, uh, with his hot rod towards, the guy named Lars. That's the king that Ophelia was referring to. Um, and Lars, <laughs> when you meet him, Lars is th- considered the leader of the resistance. Um, mm-hmm. And he's got this blonde hair. So it kind of reminds me of like total opposites, like heavy metal. And then you've got kind of like this. I didn't know what kind of genre to put him in. But the first like band that came to mind was like, poison or or sorry guns and roses like that's the yeah. immediate like yeah comparison i felt anyway yeah it's um, all rock and roll like all different yeah types. like you see like people like um each character has like a very specific genre of rock that they like, yeah kind of mm-hmm. represent which is <laughs> it's super neat yeah which is like even when you get down to like the headbangers that are like very distinctly in like <laughs> yeah, the two. Yeah. But anyways, I won't exactly. Going. Yeah, we're we're right there anyway. You're fine. Um so uh, meeting up with Lars, you uh you also meet uh Lydia or L- Lita, sorry, Lita, who's a blonde chick who is kind of like Lars's like right hand. Um and uh they all agree that they've got to go save the headbangers, the uh, the guys that are being basically min- like minions to yeah. the. Uh, they're just being controlled, basically. They've been in brainwashed this. to be the like yes. worker bees for this. Yes, like, evil guy underground. <laughs> yeah, construction yeah. thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> and. Then they talk about the girls who are basically in a sex dungeon or the guy, too. And I was like, "Okay, come on now. Whatever. So (laughs) you part ways and you end up going to (laughs) you end up going to the uh, the caves where the headbangers are to start the process of recruiting them and saving them, basically. And when you get to them, I was pleasantly shocked at what they looked like i was like why are they so weird looking so you get into this cave area you you start in yeah and you just see these guys lining the walls kind of like the 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 halls of like the volcano of mordor 
and these guys yeah. are just headbanging <laughs> into the wall. They look like the little thumb thumbs at first from yeah. Spy Kids. Yeah, and then exactly when you get closer to them, you realize that they're like heads. The traps. They're just so like built from going like yeah. this. That it's like literally like a. They're just the a cone. They're a triangle. Just, like thick. Yeah, yeah, they're thick. Um, <laughs> With eight eyes. And, yeah, yeah. Some of them have headbands. So it's great. The attention to detail yeah. is solid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you recruit those guys by playing a sick ballad, and it kind of breaks them out of their entrancement. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, we want to rock for you, man. And then they follow yeah. Eddie Riggs Jack around. And like, that riff you just heard, that's what you should be <laughs> banging your head for, not for the man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The only reason you should bang your head is for rock and roll. <laughs> Something like oh that. yeah, that's right. They, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. So yeah, you go on that quest of of getting all those guys, saving them. Uh, for lack of a better term, and uh, you end up reconning or or re um realigning with Lars and uh, Lita, but Ophelia is nowhere to be found uh, right when you get to see Lars and Lita. And Ophelia ends up coming up, but she's like wounded really bad, like on her deathbed kind of thing. And Lars is like, dude, we got to get her to the, what's this guy's name? They, uh, they get ready to take Ophelia because she's so wounded uh, to the Killmaster, who is voiced by Lemmy, lead singer of Motorhead. Thank he you, Ami. He has, like, this cowboy and, hat on and, like... Yeah, glasses, aviators. Like, yeah. Yes. And he, uh, they say in the game, like, don't let his name fool you. He's, he's a good guy. Um, yeah. And you bring her all the way up to his lair... And there's a bunch of things you have to do in order to get him, I guess, to play a certain song of healing, if you will. Yeah, but, like he uses the power of obviously rock and roll mm-hmm. to heal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because exactly. if you can to use the heal power her soul. of rock and roll to kill, right? Why? Why, <laughs> right? why, why not heal? Exactly. Um, there's a lot of side quests that you can do, a lot of building up and like kind of leveling up, if you will. Uh, side missions uh, but once once he gets his demon wings once he sprouts those wings I don't know how he gets to that point Eddie? but he you do no I said Eddie <laughs> oh yeah yeah once Eddie grows his wings uh, they're like holy shit um, mm-hmm. cool but uh, once he once he does that they're basically deeming him the person that's going to be able to save humanity from mm. from this you know, uh, realm yeah. of existence. And they mentioned when he first gets there that like there was a prophecy saying that mm, um, mm-hmm. whatever whatever that demon monster was that brought him in, they were saying that that person is going to bring or that that d- demon was going to bring in the person to um like save them. Yes, and then the other girls all or destroy us. And large is all. There's some missing. There's some. Um, what's it called? 
<laughs> There's some debate on the translation. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he oh, ends up being game. the deliverer. <laughs> the deliverer. Yes. Um, then you get wind of Lion White, who is the basically the bigger bad guy of the smaller like bosses that you were defeating along the way. He's kind of mm-hmm. starting to become like a head honcho that you need to defeat. Um, and Eddie and his group defeats him and they move on and they find a bigger and badder guy who's the emperor <laughs> Diviculus. <laughs> yes. Um, and he's voiced Diviculous? by Tim Curry. Diviculus. I wonder if they did that because it sounds like ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, yeah, voiced by Tim Curry, amazing. Um, I lo- I love that. <laughs> right, right. Holy shit! This game did not get the recognition it definitely deserved. No. <laughs> Besides the the voice acting award but yeah I don't it should know. have been more known i think like it was because it has like good reviews and stuff if you look it up it's all like yeah positive easily 80 percent plus yeah so i just feel like i just didn't know about it maybe yeah, maybe i, I lived under like, a rock <laughs> i feel like there just wasn't enough like marketing and stuff for it mm-hmm. between everything going on with the lawsuits and oh I did yeah. look it up and it was originally an Activision Blizzard. Um oh and they dropped the title and then it was picked up by EA. So then Activision and EA went into lawsuits about oh but well technically it was uh started being made under us so we could still like have publishing rights or whatever but it's like Got so it. that was the big thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow well so yeah, that's what I history repeats itself. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um Game developers, so, get your shit together. <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> so you're uh you get a little bit more insight on Emperor Diviculus, and then you're also introduced to uh Zakuria. And Zakuria is this like female um uh, what what I call her demon queen kind of she's like the a, controller like a huh? breed of succubus like a certain type yes. of yeah so forgive me sorry so you're introduced to them too and once once they start talking about Zakuria um, Ophelia is kind of like well I know who it is and they're like who so the immediate assumption was that Ophelia might be her, that she's kind of just like in a human body kind of disguise thing. But Ophelia is like, no, I'm not. It's not me, obviously, but I know who it is. And I'm not going to say. So they're immediately sus of her. Yeah. And um, so with that information, they continue on anyway. Lars and uh, the emperor, Diviculus, they face off and Lars tragically dies. Oddly enough, he just gets impaled. And uh, 
It's pretty tragic. It's pretty upsetting. Lita's really upset. We weren't ready for it. We weren't fucking ready for it. I wasn't ready to hear about it. That was messed up. No. Um, <laughs> so after they leave the area where Lars has died, they reconvene and Lita tries to kill Ophelia because she's like, you know something and I hate you for knowing it. And Lars is dead now. So I'm going to kill you. And Eddie tries to stop her. He's like, no, no, no. Let's let's not play this game. And um, Ophelia, again, reassures them, I'm not her. Trust me, I'm, it's not, I'm not that bitch, okay? And then there comes a little bit of lore in the game that explains a little bit of why Eddie's here and who he is as a pawn in part of this reality. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a huge orgy for like 10 years <laughs> Something like that in the books. <laughs> huge ongoing orgy. Oh my so god! I, when I Amazing. when I heard this, I was clapping. Amazing, <laughs> right? Uh, it was written in stories and songs. It was. Please take great. a take a a a page out of the writers' books of this game, and everybody. <laughs> When you're making a a lore, why not include more orgies? I'm just saying, include real life activity, please. Exactly. Make please. it realistic for the player. Relatable, at least. Come on now. Quit being such fucking prudes. Yes. <laughs> and, so, it, the... the the story gets a little bit wonky as as if it's not already and if I didn't already butcher it. But something during that 10-year orgy, which was said to be a long time ago, um, Zakuria had reached out to what used to be Eddie's reality. So kind of like the continuation of... Not the continuation, forgive me. <sighs> She reached into another dimension. There we go. Uh And snagged up Eddie's father. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So in this lore, Eddie's finding this out. Like, she snatched his dad, pulled him into her reality. And, you know, they were kind of doing some some shady shit together. But they end up falling in love. And she ends up getting pregnant. And now we have Eddie. Mommy. Mommy. Excuse me. Mommy. Sorry. (laughs) Excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) So (laughs) you find out that Eddie is a product of Zakaria and uh, (laughs) his father. You're just like, what (laughs) the fuck? Eddie's dad fell in love with the demon queen. That succubus. <laughs> and uh, that also explains why Eddie has the demon wings. Yes. So yes. that gives you a little bit of closure as far as that goes. And, and why he was the chosen one. <laughs> why the pro- why the, the prophecy was there. The, the lore. All of that in the beginning was explained in this part. Yes. And... After you find out that tad bit of information, there's a bunch of time traveling that happens. I'm avoiding that because I didn't play the game. I don't want to butcher further. Uh, but there, mm-hmm. yeah, there's just a lot of scenes of time traveling with 
him and um and a lot of things going on with um with Ophelia and her becoming evil. Got to throw that in there cuz she's she's losing her way at this point. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um and after that section of time traveling, Eddie decides he's going to make a, a super weapon. And as was explained in what I saw, it's OP as fuck. So when you are heading into this ending bit of the game, this super weapon literally makes the brutal difficulty like easy peasy. So I heard from one person that was just a snag in the game of it just being like, okay, well, if I chose brutal difficulty, it should be a little bit more challenging than this, but mm. that was just one person. Too so, easy to play. yeah, yeah. And I played on easy. I was playing for the story, not for the not for the fighting. So, mm. I played on normal. I, it was really easy. I um had some difficulties at certain parts. Really, I didn't beat every yeah. boss first right away, but. Yeah, and I played on easy, and I didn't beat every boss first. I I was close to death quite a few times, so yeah, I'm sure navigating was rough too. Um, yeah, so once he starts assembling the super weapon to destroy Emperor Diviculus and Securia, or I should say Ophelia, sorry, um, because she's turning evil. Um, uh-huh. The once the once you're in endgame content, the Emperor has shows shows up to where Eddie is. And um while Eddie's trying to talk to Ophelia, the Emperor then rips Ophelia's heart out and fucking eats it. Brutal. And if that's not oh. heavy metal <laughs> shit, I don't know what is. Brutal. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a second. Sorry, because <laughs> I was just thinking of Ozzy and the Bats. Like that's intense yeah. shit, you know? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. So I was like, hell yeah, that's metal as fuck. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he tosses Ophelia's body. Is pretty much done with her. The Emperor does, and uh, the Emperor then summons a mega monster. Ba- what I'm assuming is the mega monster cuts the emperor's head off during this battle between Eddie, the the monster, and the emperor. Mm-hmm. Cuts the emperor's head off and rips his heart out. And um, so it's just an eye for an eye kind of thing. And once mm-hmm. that's done, Eddie jumps into the water to go look for Ophelia um, in hopes that she's still alive. He saves her miraculously. And the game is pretty much over after that. But you, because it's open world, you can still like travel around and like mm-hmm. go around and fix things and like get a little bit more content out of some of the like guitar riffs that you can collect and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> On the tiny bit that I played this game, because I feel like I could have gotten all the way through it, no problem, if I had more time. But. I I would give it a solid 6 out of 10. The only reason it would be a 6 uh, clicks out of 10 is mm-hmm. because I, like, the story wasn't super engaging to me. 
I loved the Ophelia like relationship uh-huh. he had. I loved all the characters, but the story itself, like mm-hmm. the demonic lore, the the alternate reality, like kind of god aspects, it's just that's never rang a bell with me ever. Mm. I feel like they could have um yeah, made the story a little bit more like exciting or intriguing. Yeah. More, I don't want to say original because it's pretty original. Like, yeah, who who's made a game I, I that's like rock based? I can't even think of what based. I would say like could be changed about it. Like, I don't even yeah. necessarily yeah. think that there was anything wrong with it. The story, no, 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 um, no, exactly. That's exactly it. It's it's just the content of the story yeah. that I'm like, I but could I, I could care less. I could definitely see them making like. In a sequel, just going way more into the lore of the mm-hmm. of the world you're in, and just like really getting to understand the demons and the and of course, like I didn't finish playing the game, so mm-hmm. how can I even say? But <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I was gonna give it an eight. Close. Oh, yeah. nice! I thought it was. I fun. mean, Jack Black. Yeah, and Jack Black. it was it was rad. I mean, I just, I just thought it was cool. <laughs> I, I thought the story was a little slow and I was a little mm-hmm. annoyed at certain missions that was like, you're just like, go here and talk to this person. Now go back to where you were and do this thing. Now right. go back to where you were. Talking, now talk to them again. Now go back to where you were. And it was kind of like mm-hmm. just a lot of like not a whole lot of actually doing stuff in certain parts of the game right. where you're just traveling um right. which is always annoying in certain games um yeah the the little bit of kind of grind feel that it it gets mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. fetch questy yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's the only the only kind of part i didn't enjoy so much but i like loved the special moves like you do a mosh pit i know you do it was so dope. It was so freaking cool. And it's very, um, like, I don't know. It still has, like, a heartwarming story where you're, like, yeah, rooting for the good guys, mm-hmm. even though it's in, mm-hmm. you're basically in hell. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, yeah. No, I would love if they cool. remade it, like... <gasps> This for yes. this year, or if they even like made a sequel, like I would love to see more Brutal Legend coming out. Yes, because it was this good game. Like it was solid. Yeah, and I I think now's the time, people. <laughs> yeah, now's the time. Honestly, games are popping. Get on it. However, I would probably still continue with EA because they. They had a solid thing going with that game. So, remake, I'm there. Or even a sequel, I'm there. For sure. I would definitely. It was a fun game. It was good. Yeah, it was fun. So, yeah. That'll conclude the click for this episode. Let's move on to the flick. Are we ready? I'm so ready. Tonight's (laughs) flick... Like we said, Jack Black Knight. <laughs> yes. So, of course, tonight's flick is Tenacious D, The Pick of Destiny. 
Lightning. Bam, bam, bam. Lightning. <laughs> yes. Um. Can I, I can I preface? Week. Yes, please. Let's start with. I have preface. I have not watched. I did not watch this movie not once growing up. I listened to all the music videos. N- never watched the movie. Same. And I'm upset. No, on no way. Same. Same. I listened to the tapes of the albums and I watched right. their actual HBO show. Um, uh-huh. But never actually saw the movie because the movie kind of <gasps> when it came out. <laughs> Did it? Oh, I didn't know this. Oh my God. But wow. I. So it came out in 2006. <laughs> Let me double check that and make sure. Wow. And um, I never saw it when it came out. I think I ended up watching, like, the opening scene. Like, that I had memories mm-hmm. of. The whole, mm-hmm. um, with him as a little kid. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely seen that before. But then after that, I hadn't seen the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, it starts off in a flashback where Jack Black is a child at home. Basically, he, like, wants to be a rock and roller, and his parents are like, no, we're a good Christian family. You can't like rock and roll. That's the devil's music. You'll go to hell. And so mm-hmm. he um, grows up and flies out to L.A. and goes to <laughs> Venice Beach. I was like, yes. oh, maybe we were just talking about that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um. And he runs into Kyle Gass, who's playing guitar. <laughs> and he's like... On the beach. I wanted to preface this by saying that this movie is best consumed alongside... Like, you want to pair it with a nice cannabis, I think, to enjoy this movie <laughs> to its full, like... Oh, <laughs> uh, 100%. Yes. Con- um, p- potential. So potential, yeah. he sees Kyle... And he's like, oh my gosh, you're so good. Can you show me how you, how you do that? And Kyle's all, sorry, I'm not giving free guitar lessons today. You can stand over there and watch. (laughs) (laughs) And like their little, their relationship is so like, I love them so much in in the movie and in real life because I've heard some actual tenacious D like they have a lot of lore of how their band came to be like that. They make mm-hmm. up like this movie, for instance, about how they fight mm-hmm. demons and stuff, but some actual tenacious D lore from like real life of how the band came together is that mm-hmm. I heard um, they were both like doing like acting or improv classes together. And they were like running in the same groups of like comedy people. And uh-huh. Jack Black was always really jealous of Kyle Gass of how like musically inclined he was and how good he was at like uh. the guitar and stuff. And then Kyle mm. was always really jealous of Jack Black and how funny he was. And so they both like mm. really didn't like each other at first. <laughs> <laughs> and then they ended up like coming together and combining their forces for good. <laughs> yes. Yes. I heard that too. Didn't Kyle say that? In an interview, isn't like that? Maybe he's the one that spilled the tea, isn't it? 
Okay, maybe that's where I think I heard it in a podcast somewhere. But yeah, that's oh, okay. that sounds about right. But that's what that that's song possible. "Wonder Boy" from their first album is about. Um, mm-hmm. It's about them both like thinking the other one is like so good that they think they're so good, and so they're like, "Well, I don't uh-huh. like them because they think they're so good." But it's really they thought that they were so good. <laughs> yes. Um, so Jack Black like doesn't have anywhere to go, so he stays, and he's like gets attacked by a gang like mm-hmm. a weird like a really weird like yeah artsy, clown gang like clown mime gang mm-hmm. for some reason it's weird <laughs> it's venice it's weird yeah and then speech people that's crazy um mm-hmm. so kyle ends up saving him kg brings him back to his apartment and agrees to take him under his wing and be his rock mentor so he's like um basically telling jack black jack black's like oh have you heard of this song i love it and kg's like heard of it uh i wrote it yeah uh i'm like a really successful musician and he lives in like this really shitty little apartment and it's like dirty and like the furniture there's like uh, rips and stains on the couches and stuff. Like, it's not a good place. Yeah. Dingy. <gasps> and he has a check that's made out to I Love You Pumpkin. And he's like, oh, that's <laughs> royalties for a song. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack Black is just like, so he's young and naive. He's This is his first time in LA, so he's not used to like people trying to con him or anything. He's just like believing him. Um, and he ends up, like, doing everything that uh, Kyle's teaching him. He teaches him how to do cock push-ups, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's when you lay flat on the ground <laughs> and you let your boner lift you up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. You only need one, but, <laughs> you know, it gets the job done. <laughs> So he teaches him how to do all all of the tricks for the great rock and roll, you know, that the power slide where he um, slides across the stage on his knees. He makes like a gig oh, night okay. simulator in his house. Oh, that's where right. Or he sets up right. like a bunch of like fake people that are like paper plate faces and has Jack <laughs> <laughs> performing for them. And then yes. he keeps saying like, Boo, you suck. Like, he has a recording of himself booing that he keeps playing. <laughs> and J- JB has to, um, you know, get through it. <laughs> and, um, you know, he he fails. He has a hard time and he falls on his guitar and cries. And Kyle's like, don't worry. I, I, didn't, I didn't pass the gig simulator the first time either. Like, <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> I forgot to mention that Kyle's hair is very long and gorgeous. Sultry. Yes. Up to this point. So they end up getting in like a little, a little tussle, right? And um, Mm -hmm. his hair comes off and Jack's (laughs) like, you've been lying to me. (laughs) Because if there, if there's one thing worse than a liar, it's a bald man. And if you're both, just stay away from me. <laughs> stay away from me. 
<laughs> Rules to live by. <laughs> Watch out for the lying bald men. <laughs> um, so he ends up like having a flashback to when he's a kid and he like, it's like his mom hugging him as he goes to school and she's like, I love you, pumpkin. And he like goes and the bullies come and rip his hat off and he's a bald little kid and he's like cries. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then he goes, it's like shows back to like present day and he's like, I'm going to give up on everything now. You know, I don't have hair. I, I might as well just move back in with my parents. I don't have money for rent anyways. I already spent it all. And JB is like, what'd you spend it on? And he comes out with, like, a brand new guitar for him. Aww. It's so sweet. That's um, super sweet. So they end up working on on their music. They go do a couple open mics, but they're not um, really getting anywhere with it. So they go and they start looking at all these old, like, pictures of concerts and videos and they're like wait a minute these these like super like heavy like rockers they're all using the same pick and it's like this green pick with like demon horns you know the same mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> mm-hmm. we're on themes tonight people um yeah <laughs> and um they, so they go to Guitar Center to look for the pick, and they see it's Ben Stiller, who's, like, the guy working the camera. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, um, dude. So so Ben Stiller ends up um, telling them the legend of the pick of destiny, and it turns out that it's a demon's tooth. And anyone who has, like, con- possession of it has the powers of Satan in order to summon the most rockable music ever hearable to human ears <laughs> and <laughs> it's in the but like no one can get it now because it's in the um rock and roll hall it's of in fame. the hall ho- yeah 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 so so they they can't get it uh but they're like you know what we're gonna go get it so they borrow their friend's car who's like a pizza delivery guy <laughs> <laughs> and they they travel to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <clears throat> but on the way there, they stop at a restaurant where JB gets confronted by this, like, really, like, crazy, like, transient guy who's, um, like, we're not sure what his deal is, but he's very, yeah. like, creepy. You're like, he's mm-hmm. trying to get way too much information. And he sits right. next to Jables, and he's like, uh, are you guys heading to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You look like a couple of rockers. And he's all, nope, we're businessmen. He's like, oh, really? Because <laughs> I see guitars in your back seat. He's all, yeah, I told you we were businessmen. We sell fucking guitars, okay? Is that a problem? <laughs> 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 That's our business, okay? <laughs> That's how you need to talk to all people that, uh, <laughs> that are just a little to too you. nosy. Yeah, exactly. And just to anyone. I said I was a fucking businessman. Now get the fuck off of me. <laughs> so while he's talking to this guy, trying to like keep it cool, Cage is off flirting with a group of girls who are like going to a party, and they're like, "Oh, you want to come to our party?" 
He goes, I'm a really famous musician. We're going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because we're being inducted into it right now. And they're like, do you want to come play at our party? And so (laughs) (laughs) they go back and basically the guy who was creeping on Jables tells him, like, I tried to get the pick of destiny and I lost my leg and blah, blah, blah. That's right. And JB doesn't want to give up on it. And he goes up to Kyle. He's like, they had to fight. Kyle's like, I want to go to the party. JB wants to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. So as he's, so they get in a fight. Kyle goes back to the table and then Jack Black walks to the door and walks out. But as he's walking, he walks past the table, goes, looks, he's all, well, I hope you're happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's all. Because I'm never going to talk to you again or something. <laughs> he just says something and like leaves all sad. He's so yeah. heartbroken. Like about to cry. And Kyle's like, too, sorry, too. he's my butler. I had oh, to let yeah. him go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but anyways, he gets to the party and he goes up to do his song. But he can't rock without without JB because he no. just gets up there and he starts playing guitar and he just does the background. The background vocals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was the saddest scene. It's like, dun, scene. Dun, 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 he did not die in vain. And everyone's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> the DJ just starts playing music in the middle of his song. Like, okay, people move on. Yeah, and they're all, okay. I hated yeah. it. We're just going to move on. And I so as he's it. leaving, they, like, throw party cups at him. I was so heartbroken at that part when they just Same. threw that drink at him. I was like, I if I was there, if I was literally standing in that position and someone, like, threw a cup and hit me in the head and that person was where he was standing on the stairs, he was, like, halfway up the stairs, and I would just turn around and punch him in the butt. Like, yep. As yep. I would... Straight in, into his butt. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That was wrong. I didn't like... I was like, so sad. That was so sad. Yeah, it hurt my heart. Kyle Even though Kyle treated Jack Black... Yeah. ...meanly. Like, he kind of deserved it. He had to learn his lesson, you know? Um. So JB is, like, wandering off. Since Kyle has the car, JB's, like, trying to get there on foot. But he gets hungry in the forest. Um, but luckily, he finds some mushrooms to eat. So he's able to satisfy his hunger. Um, but then, a little more quickly than mushrooms usually take to start reacting, he starts feeling... Um... <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Inebriated. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I was... I I have seen this scene in particular prior to the movie, uh, prior to watching it fully. And so remembering that this scene was here, I was like, we get to talk about it again. We get to talk about the realities of drugs and and the effects. I, I, I think the medical term for it was he was tripping balls um, because (laughs) he immediately started seeing. Yep. Is everything is like a cartoon, and um, he's Lots like of 
colorful things. Yeah, he sees a Sasquatch, um, (laughs) and he's like, oh my gosh, can I be a Sasquatch? And the Sasquatch is like, you already are. You're my baby. And Jack Black looks at his hands, and he's like in like makeup and stuff. And he's like, Sasquatch daddy. (laughs) I don't know what kind of mushrooms he ate. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Is that even is that even common to um, something that you would see doing LSD or acid? I I don't know if those two are the same. They are. So you don't like. Go ahead. You see things in your mind like you can imagine really cool things, Um, but not in like actual eyes. That right. you're seeing still see like the real world, you know what I mean? And if you yeah. like, focus on something, like you're gonna see, you're gonna be seeing what room you're in or where you're at. Like you right. don't look down at your hands and see Sasquatch. Hands. Sasquatch. Hands. <laughs> you could look down at your hands and see them a little bit wavy or wobbly, probably. But um, you're not gonna. Everything is still its own thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, thank you for that clarification, because I was... Yeah, <laughs> that's my experience in video play. games when I've done, when I've played video games, and like in Minecraft <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that I could speak on real life, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Jack Black's flying on the Sasquatch, and... Um, it turns out it's really like a branch on a very like high, like the top of a tree. He ended up climbing mm-hmm. a tree and he like falls off and it like makes him come to and he's like, oh, OK, I'm going to keep walking toward the museum. And uh, when he gets there, he's like going through the air ducts to try and like find the room to like sneak in. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he has his walkie-talkie on him, and he hears, like, Kyle, KG's like, JB, are you there? Are you there? And Jack Black's all, oh, sorry, this line is reserved for true rock and rollers, so I don't think I can talk to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kyle's all, Kyle's all, JB, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. In that order, I was just following the the... The playbook or something. Like, I was doing the rules. <laughs> uh, I love Kyle's character. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Um, so they... <laughs> so they end up, like, going, and they see, like... They get to the room where the pick is in, and there are lasers everywhere. <laughs> I don't know why this is my favorite scene. But this is my favorite scene, not only in this movie, but maybe in cinematic history. (laughs) Where he just, like, jumps in the wire, and he's... (laughs) There's no actual, like, wires he's dodging. Like, there's just a bunch of wires, and Jack Black, they're like, okay, just go in there and film, like, yourself dancing, get through up, and, like... He's like yeah, jumping, yeah. he's like just like doing crazy things. He's like doing the robot and then like crawling on the floor and like spinning around and like 
<laughs> he's just doing everything like everything jack black and yes yes absolutely. just like gets to the end and he's all like frozen in this like really just like inorganic pose that he like gets up and like puts his arms up and puts his leg up and he's all I can't, I can't reach the button to deactivate the lasers. Like, suddenly, all this movement he's been able to get through. But now he's, like, stuck. And Kyle's watching. He's like, he's doing it. Like, so he finally gets amazed. to the button. And um, he's like, I can't reach it. His arms are, like, up where he's stuck. He can't, like, re- move his arms to reach it. And Kyle's all, use the cock. And JB's, like, starts focusing and concentrating and then he like the buttons on his jeans start popping off <laughs> he's all Smoking come on helmet head <laughs> I lost it when he said that immediately I was in tears dude and his boner <laughs> comes out of his fly and like bink, and presses the button and this moment okay I told you that I wa- didn't watch it as a kid. I watched it like a week ago. And then I watched it again today. Mm-hmm. And I swear. I swear <laughs> to Mandela. Like I discovered the Mandela effect in myself in a week. Because oh. when I watched it on Netflix, I did not remember there being underwear on the dick. Really? And I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I've looked it up. I went back on all, I was like, did they censor it? Did they put underwear on the dick for HBO? I'm all, I remember seeing a dick. I remember seeing a raw dog coming out of that. A raw dog. And so I looked it up on, I like, I was like, I was like furiously typing, um, HBO underwear edit, Tenacious D pick of destiny. I'm all, nothing's coming up. And so I just started looking up Tenacious D pick of destiny laser scene. And sure enough, on all the videos on YouTube from like 2008, 2009, there, he, there's underwear on them. And I'm all, did I just see what I wanted to see? Was (laughs) I in (laughs) math? When I Am watched I it the first time, did I greater just... than everyone? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, why did I think that there that I looked at skin like dick skin? <laughs> like I obviously, obviously, I didn't think it was a real bone, like a real penis. Right, but I right. did think it was like skin tone. Like, and for some reason, I was shocked because I was like. They should. They really showed that. And then when I watched it again, I was like, they didn't show it. I'm like, why would they cover it up for HBO? Weird. But they I didn't. hate that it when that me. happens. <laughs> I, I that hate that so much because it fucks up my brain yeah. for very long periods of time. When you really it's think crazy. that you saw something and you could swear by it, and you have to go back and be like, nope, I might have been right. wrong. <laughs> right. But oh. if they did a remake, I would hope that they didn't put underwear on him in that scene. Right. <laughs> Make it authentic. Come on now. I just think it's out of character. I think that uh, I think Jables would be would have been going commando the whole time. Oh, he'd stick his dick. Yeah, he he'd put his dick on that button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so he, um, um, so they get the pick and they get back to the gig and they're all, we're totally going to win the open mic night. But, um, when they get there, they start fighting over it because Jack Black's like, I needed to sing. I'm the lead singer. And Cage is like, I'm the lead guitar player. I need it to play. It's a pay. It's a guitar pick. Are you crazy? So they start fighting over it and it breaks in half. And then they're like, well, what's the point now? Like, how, we're not, how do we even play music? And the manager of the club, um, <laughs> huh. I want to forgot to say the first time they play, they give him like a card to read to announce them. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> the band that was foretold of its coming. Well, they, they came and now they're going to come again in your ear pussies. <laughs> Um, so he comes out and they're all, we can't play without the, the pick from Satan. And he's all, you guys never needed a pick because Satan, he's not in a pick. He's inside of you. He's right here in our hearts. <laughs> Aww. I'm writing that yeah. in my Christmas cards. We can do it. We can do it. Satan is in all of us. <laughs> He's that little voice that makes you not want to go to work or exercise and tell the people, <laughs> tell the guy you don't like to fuck you or something like. <laughs> Accurate. Um, but they're like, you're right. We're just going to go rock. And he's all, I have still have the best pick that anyone ever gave me. And he pulls up the pick that Kyle gave him. He's all, let's go. And so they go and. It was actually all just a trap to lure them away from the pick because really the manager of the club is the demon who's tooth the pick was and he just wanted it back. Wow. So he takes the pick and he's like, and forms into a demon. And as he's doing that, Jack Black and Kyle come back, come back out and they're like, yo, we can both use one half of the pick. Well, it'll be fine. There's still some juice left in it, probably. And then they see this demon. And, um, you know. <laughs> it's history from there. <laughs> it, and then. <laughs> and the song writes itself, people. Um, <laughs> so they end up doing a rock battle with the demon because everyone knows a demon cannot turn down a music competition. Like if you challenge them to any kind of music competition or dance they off, can't. they have dance like off. demon rules. They have to participate. You've seen it happen in Georgia. Now you've seen it happen in LA. In LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, Remember. So just remember, if you're ever in that, you know, have something in your back pocket, have like a song prepared so right. that you can get out of any right. sticky sitch that you find yourself in <laughs> with some spawns of Satan. <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> so, so he's like the the terms of the rock battle end up being um, <laughs> if they <laughs> win, then he has to pay their rent. Um, <laughs> Killer, and then go back to hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is like an like I would ask for that. I am hell yeah. Yeah, pay my rent. So, and you for like put a year. me in Thank this you. situation. Now at least pay my rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, and if he loses, he's all. What if I lose? And he's all. Then you can take Kyle back to hell with you. And Kyle's like, "What?" He's all. Trust me. He goes. It's it the, the only, only way. way. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's the only it's way. The only way. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> they uh, end up um not doing as well as the demon in the rock battle but as he's trying to take him back to hell with him they end up getting a piece of his horn that got cut off um, and they use it to like cast a spell on the demon and banish him back to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, whoa, that was the best song ever. What, how did it go again? And they were like, I don't remember. Let's, <clears throat> let's just go rock out and write another one. <laughs> yes. And thus was born. Yeah. Tribute. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Beezle Boss was my favorite song next to Tribute. Those two are like my top. Uh-huh. And we took a trip to Portland one one year for my friend Taylor's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we went to karaoke. Portland's not up as late as LA people are and Vegas people are. They go to bed at like 10. So the the karaoke bar was shutting down at like wow. 10.30. Wow. I was like, okay. I went up to the DJ. I was like, Please, can I can can I do Beezle Boss? Please, please, can I do it? And I slipped him a twenty, <gasps> fucking twenty. Okay. And he he put it on for you, right? No, that fucker didn't play Beezle Boss for me, and I, I be, was heartbroken. I'd be like, excuse me, can I have that twenty back? <laughs> yeah, he was like, like that's that a shit. that's a really that's like a ten minute song, and I was like, I know, I don't it's care. A good song. It's a good song. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so so good, man. They get back home finally, and they just get back to writing music. And he's all, "All right, let's let's get our head in the game. Hand me the bod, the what, the bong of destiny." <laughs> <laughs> and they had converted the demon horn into a bong. A bong. Ah, yes. And they smoke. They take a big rip, and they're all. And it's all like green, green smoke, green smoke with like magic mm-hmm. in it, the magic of rock and roll. And Hell that, yeah. and that's how Tenacious D was born, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Killer I movie, like, dude. I love this movie. <laughs> Did you see in the beginning where it said THC instead of THX? Yes. Yes. <laughs> And it was like, oh, 
Oh, oh man, I'm so bummed Jack Black doesn't do more more stuff like this. It's okay. It's like you could tell like this is what they like to do, you know. Right, right. And it's like Tenacious D was still going on tour too, like before COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were. <laughs> they so, totally were. You know, something for the the rocker potheads out there that are just like you know, need some good comedy. <laughs> right, right. What would you rate it? Uh, as far as like personal ratings, like this is an Amiel movie. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just, I'm giving it a 10 because it was for me. Like, they made this movie Endless. for themselves and me and didn't care who else in the world liked it or not. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I love freaking- it. I loved this movie. I watched it, like, four times this week. Really? Yeah. And, like, I cracked up every time. Could not stop laughing when they're on, when they're on Venice Beach doing the first, like, guitar off. And they're, like, (laughs) zooming back and forth in their faces. And they're both, like, really serious. And it's just, like, a zoom in. Like, really, like, for one second. Uh, I'm, like, I don't know why. I can't not laugh at that. Bravo. (laughs) Bravo. <laughs> it just cracks me up. Yeah, this is pretty great. I'd give it 10 flicks out of 10 flicks. Yeah, like if you're able to nonstop laugh at something. Yeah. That's good shit. Yeah. That's therapy, honestly. So. So, yeah. Does that, that conclude? concludes our Jack Black episode. Aww. So good. I'm glad we ended with Tenacious D. That that yes. was it lifts my spirits. Me too. I love sure. Jack Black. I Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> School of Rock, like come on now. I loved that movie so much. I I kept on like going back and forth on which one I wanted to do, School of Rock or Tenacious D. But I'm glad we did yeah. Tenacious D cuz I hadn't Me like, too. really watched it all before this. <gasps> Me too. But uh, love it. All right. Love you guys for watching and listening. Yes. <clears throat> Keep watching and Thank listening. Thank you for sticking around. We, we're only going to have a few more episodes in season one. Yeah. And we're going to take a break over the holidays and stuff. Yes. So keep an eye out for the next mm-hmm. few episodes and then keep an eye out in January for us. And. Yes. Don't forget to join us on Twitch. We're going to start streaming. Some... It'll be a good time. Yeah. So Some... you're going to get plenty of us as long as yes. you want it. <laughs> yes. After the holidays. So <clears throat> be sure to stick around for that. And yeah. if you've made it this far, you can find us all over the place. Spotify, Apple, all those good places, YouTube. And mm-hmm. uh Yeah. Feel free to yeah. comment down below what you want to see or hear for the next season as well. Yeah, so and email talk us. Talk to us. <laughs> yeah, email us at, at click and flick, click and flick <clears throat> podcast That's Gmail, right? Yep. Click, click and flick and flick podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll catch you on the flickety flick. Ah. Peace and love, players. (laughs) Peace and love. Bye, guys. Bye.
will miss you. Mwah.